Okay, welcome, Heather. We are meeting to talk about your book, Awfully Hilarious. And this is another episode of our Birth Your Book podcast. So welcome, listeners. And we're just going to go ahead and jump in. Can you share a little bit more about about this book that you have created? Of course. I'm really delighted to be here, June. Thank you. And uh, the book, the project started as an accident. (laughs) It came about, as you know, June, while I was part of your Birth Your Book writing program and uh, I went on a really bad date (laughs) then when I reported this to a friend crying she shared some terrible date stories and others shared stories until we realized wait a minute (laughs) this could be some material here from the compost maybe we could grow some flowers (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and I'm curious I'm just personally really curious about this and just I think readers might be curious or listeners might be curious and readers um how did that evolve or like come about through the program? I know the the stuff that you were writing was um, like a large compilation of pieces of writing that you had been working on, some of them for years, some of them were new. Um, where does this fit in all of that? Or yeah, not? I, I love that question. <laughs> I, I really love that question. And it's sort of like the happy accidents of the creative process where I was feeling really, really crushed under the weight of this big memoir Mm -hmm. writing project that I've taken on, which um, it's been really difficult to write about. I'm writing about particular things that haven't been that fun. And it's still an important Mm -hmm. piece that I'm aiming to bring into the world. But through that process, this sort of funny thing happened and it turned into a funny, playful project, which at the same time is really poignant and meaningful. But Mm -hmm. it ended up being such that writing in community and telling the stories in community made the whole process a lot easier and kind of greased the wheels to do something together. So it really, it, it was really the support of my friends and community that it, I don't even quite know how to explain it. It's almost, this has happened to me a lot in my life where you're working on run really big thing. And then there's a mistake and something else really beautiful mm-hmm. just takes off. And that's where the energy goes. And that was really the case with this, but I was yeah. already really committed and focused to writing but then this really t- took on a life of its own. And I, I give some credit to you for that too, June. I remember when this came along, you said, well, what if you just write about what you're experiencing right now? You know, if it's okay mm-hmm. to change course. So mm-hmm. it feels like this has been a really delightful project. And in for me personally, a huge side benefit is sort of greasing the wheels for future writing, I hope. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think, I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed with with the first book, myself included. my The book that I published is not the first book I was working on. And I think sometimes that is the best way to go. And my, you know, the workbook that I have for the course is uh, a collaboration as well. I had people put in some essays and things like that. And I do think, you know, if anyone's listening to this and wanting to write a book, it is just to let everyone know it is okay to have that flexibility with yourself. Sometimes it is the it's a different book that needs to come out first than the one that you anticipate. So I think that's beautiful, really beautiful. I I just, I love that. And I, I will say one of the co-collaborators on the project who really like created this idea in the first place alongside me, what she said, um, she was quoting Elizabeth Gilbert, of course, from big magic and saying, wow, it it sounds like you just sort of caught the tiger by the tail. And that's what it feels like. Like in the end there's, I know your program's called birth your book, but it ended up feeling like, the book just birthed like it was just like okay 
well, that's nice. You're working on this other project, but the thing that actually has to be told is the awfully hilarious totally. story. Oh, totally. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What are you, what are you hoping that readers will get from the book? Well, my real hope, and it was a really very beautiful moment for me with the project in September, we gathered, it was October, actually, we gathered together a number of the contributors in an online happy hour format. And the question to close was, what is your hope for the project? And I don't want to speak for the others, but as a thematically, what arose was that this gets to the people who need it when they need it. This, Mm -hmm. this idea that it's on the bedside Mm -hmm. table of the person feeling alone and maybe crying themselves to sleep after swiping all the way through Tinder and feeling alone that that you're not alone. Absolutely. And that was a big, a big mission of your memoir as well. Like, I think that's just also who I think of you as, as a person and your work and yeah, of just wanting to be sure that people are not feeling alone in the struggle and, or in whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's the biggest compliment you've received about this book? I really think the compliment I received was exactly from that same happy hour was that as each of the writers, one of the other questions was sort of what was the writing process like for you? What was it like to tell your story in this format? And it wasn't necessarily a direct compliment to me, but I could not have been more delighted that over and over people shared that retelling these stories in a new way and conceiving of it for to share with an audience was both terrifying but really really reframed the stories in their mind and allowed Mm. space to learn and bring closure to some what were some really funny moments but a lot of really quite poignant painful embarrassing moments that people were still carrying with them absolutely so the yeah the reframe and the healing nature of it sounds like, and I mean, that that's incredible. And given the work that you do with people and um, I just think that's amazing. Thanks. That, yeah. that really feels like the whole point and the biggest compliment to me would be if somebody picks this up and says, oh, wow, me too. Thank you. I, I thought absolutely. it was. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um. What was the worst moment or the most challenging moment you had putting this together and and what did you learn from it? Yeah, that's that's a really great great question. And just logistically, it's been challenging, but mm-hmm. administrative pieces are not my forte. And so stepping in to do that's been a bit tricky, but really the hardest of all, and I think a lot of the co- contributors might corroborate this point, is that it's really scary to tell stories that are this intimate in nature. So spoiler alert, but in one of the stories, I land in the emergency room because I tried to heal myself with a garlic clove and I just don't recommend doing it in the way I did. But then to put this on paper and know that anyone may read this, my dad will read this. Great. Thank you, dad. (laughs) Uh, I survived. Um, But to put those stories out in the world that are that we've been taught are shameful or are somehow taboo. And that's the whole nature of the project is the stories we collected are the taboo stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's scary. And I'm picturing an upcoming reading and thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to be standing in front of my friends and talking about bodily functions and things like this, that we have sort of social rules around not talking about. And that ultimately that hurts us all, but I'm having to break some social rules to tell these stories. And Absolutely. that's Yeah. 
That's huge. To me, that is so much of what writing, the need that writing serves in the world. And it is that vulnerability. And I think it is because there's risk in it that it connects with people. And I think it's, you know, I talk to a lot of people about why they want to write their book or, or why they can't write their book. And a lot of times it comes up as they don't have time or, you know, whatever it is. And there is definitely something to that. And also when we dig deeper, like we kind of work through some of the time stuff, it is often vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's often just putting their work themselves, like, putting a limb out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. And when I, when I think about even what you've named your program, birth your book, bringing a baby into the world and then imagining how the world may receive this child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The creative work is precious in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yes, it is. Absolutely. How can, how can people contribute to the mission of your book or how could people contribute to your book period? Or I know you've got some things up your sleeve. <laughs> asking. I love this. We're, we're very deliberately launching this book the week, the first week of February with the hopes that folks might get their hands on it and provide it to single friends or dating friends or a friend who could really use a friend on Valentine's day. Valentine's day is such a painful holiday for so many people in that it's meant to celebrate some perfect type of weird romantic love that Mm. really for the most part is unattainable and sells a lot of Hallmark cards but doesn't necessarily apologies to Hallmark no no offense intended but doesn't doesn't resonate for a lot of people so that we're purposely bringing it into the world at this time so anyone listening if you could get this book into the hands of somebody who might need it who's feeling alone or embarrassed or um, really um, sort of discouraged about dating, perhaps. I, mm-hmm. I keep referring to dating, but there are a lot of stories about functions of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. dates gone awry, perhaps um, really interesting, difficult moments after childbirth. There, there are a number of things in there, but getting it into the hands of the people who would really use it. And then ultimately the hope is that this leads to further stories. So our with our website, we're going to have space that if you have a story yourself of the, the embarrassing mo- time when dot, 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 that you'd like to contribute to a potential sequel, that would be really exciting too. Hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Can you tell us what your website is? Yes. It's awfullyhilarious.com. Okay, great. And I'll be putting this information in the in the description of the podcast as well. So folks can refer back. It sounds like from how you just described it, it sounds like some of these stories can have a little bit of a serious tone, but I'm also guess getting that a lot of them are humorous. Is that accurate? Yeah. And that's okay. really where the title comes from. There's uh-huh. there are intimate, poignant moments that I, when I read the stories of other contributors, I've I cried and I've laughed out loud to the point of nearly peeing my pants, which isn't so hard giving the pelvic floor issues that we address in this book. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was deliberately called awfully hilarious because it's those moments that in the moment when you're alone in it can, is really awful. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me that with enough time and shared 
in the right company become mm-hmm. really hilarious. So that's the whole idea of the, the awfully hilarious, making the awful hilarious through the process of sharing and telling and um, empathizing and connecting with one another. I love it. I love it. I love it. Can you tell us more about what this reading is going to look like? How many people are contributors and all of that? Yeah. So there are a couple of readings coming up. There will be an online reading on the last Saturday of January through collective.aporia, which is exciting. <laughs> and wonderful. Thanks. And two of the other contributors alongside me are meant to be reading at that event, April and Grace, who um, those of you in the Birth Your Book community may know. And then there are two reading launch dates lined up for the Sea to Sky area, which is the Western coastline between Vancouver and Whistler. There's one on February 1st at the Whistler Public Library. And then there's one on February 3rd with some snacks and bubbles and a, a celebratory piece on February 3rd at the Little Bookshop in Squamish. Wonderful. Wonderful. This is so exciting. I love it. So exciting. I couldn't um, about it. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to share in general about you know, the writing process or about this book, anything? Yeah, I think what's really important to mention is that while my name will be on the cover, this was very much a community project. And it, the writing itself began in community with you, June, and a beautiful group and community of writers that I'm very grateful for and hope to continue to stay engaged with. And then really what happened when I shared this date story, I I shared it with two friends and the three of us got together and it was their idea. They said, wow, this is material for a book. Why don't we dot, dot, dot. And then I happened to have caught the tiger by the tail, but it was really thanks to these friends who had an idea. And they're, they're really, really special people who often will come up with really beautiful, whimsical idea that they're brilliant at making real. And were it not for them, there's no way that would have happened that they're regularly bringing whimsy into the world. And this is the latest project I'd say. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that's, I think that's it. I mean, there's so many other things we can ask, but I'm, I'm excited to see the dates and all of that. And I will post those in the description of this. And I think Heather, it has just been, it's been such an honor to see you sort of move through this massive book project and like really dive into the depths of it and sort of be with the uncertainty and be with the, you know, all of the scenes and all of the things that you wrote. And then I just love that you're kind of on this other side where there is lightness and community and I love that you're providing that for other people. Thanks. It's It's been so, it's so playful and it, it's poignant, it's moving, but it's been playful and it's the whole thing has been such a joy. I'm really grateful. And you were the first who gave me that gentle, Hey, why don't, why don't you just go off in that direction? So thank you, June. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks for listening and we will see y'all soon.